Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. Chris, hmm. is this the week? Can we talk about it this week? What? The Star Wars trailer. We can. Yes! Last two episodes, we weren't able to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, so it came out the day after we recorded uh, a couple <laughs> weeks ago. So we apologize for not talking about it till now. Oh, my goodness. Are our levels high enough? Uh, yes, I do believe they are. Okay, cool. It just, they just look... Maybe you just have your waveforms small. Yeah, I just have my waveforms pretty small. Cool, that looks better. Yeah. All right. It's pretty healthy. Healthy, healthy waveforms. You got to have those healthy waveforms, man. This is the earliest we've recorded in a while, by like an hour, I feel it like. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's light outside still, which is pretty cool. I think that's also by the very nature of it being summer. Yeah, true, true. I'm also ridiculously tired. Yeah, and we also played like a few rounds of Puyo Puyo Tetris before true. we even started recording, which was yep. probably a mistake for your tiredness. Because we Probably. sat on the couch. Yeah, I sat on the couch, got really comfortable, and I'm exhausted now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not That's because it. of the couch. <laughs> the couch was working me out it really hard. so exhausting. It's like a, it's the rare treadmill couch. I uh, I should have just gone to bed last night when I got home. What did you do? I may built a shelf from Ikea. Nice. A bookcase. Dude, the Ikea stuff, though, like, how hard was it to put this thing together? It... So it was fine until I put the back on, and then you're like, "That's how I always feel about like the IKEA stuff that you get, where you're like, it's fine, it's easy until uh-huh. yeah, there's always like an, a a moment that it's like there's like something that's missing a step or like Those you put it and you missing. look at it, and you're like, are you like, sh- am I sure? It was just like it just didn't like it, you have to nail in these nails to these shelves. I'm like, just like just make this better, <laughs> just do better, IKEA. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway. Yeah, the uh, the IKEA shelf. So you built. What is the IKEA to shelf for? Is like, it just? I like this shelf. Where'd you get this shelving? shelf? That was from Target. It you, also you had one together? of those moments. Yes, we put it together. Oh. Um, we had one of those moments with that one as well. Like, and the other thing was we were gonna get two, and then for some reason we didn't get the second one. Yeah. Um, but well, I kind of wish where would we the, got second the second one have gone. It would have gone like right next to it, like where the, the little small shelf is there instead of that. I mean, but then you would uh, have to butt it up weird. I know. Like, so I'm kind of glad we didn't get it. Like, I they had um, what I think I would like to get to, to match that one. You know how it's kind of like this weird, like looking vintage kind of yeah. thing. Um, I would like to get a smaller, like a one, um, kind of like a TV desk or something like that, like, oh, yeah. uh, like that, and put it like near nearby. Yeah. Um, so you can still like hang stuff above it or like set a, set something, you know, figures or whatever on top of it. But it's got the little shelves lower. That's cool. Um, so it's not the same, like the same height or anything, because that would be. I feel like that would be weird if I had two of those exact same bookshelves. Were you playing your record up here? Yeah. Nice. We were rocking some records, man. That's awesome. Speaking of that. Let's talk about Record Store Day. You yes. tell me your experience with Record Store Day while I go get some records. Okay. Well, my re- experience with Record Store Day had, had nothing to do with Record Store Day. <laughs> um, so uh, I, was, uh, I was out of town. I was in San Antonio, Texas for work and uh, was at an event. And I could not take part in Record Store Day. So like the day before, John and Catherine were like, hey. We're going to go to uh, to the Groove here in Nashville, pick up the records. You guys got there super early. You got there like, what time did you get there? Like 7.30? Yeah, we got there We got there at like 7.15. Seven, that's crazy early. Oh, yeah, like, most well, time, it I don't, must have been 7.30. Most it time, must have been 7.30. I don't even get there till like 8, half the time. Because we got frothy breakfast at ah. 7. And so then we went there. And so it was like shortly after that. Yes. Because we in fact, we called in our order. 
uh, to Frothy. It was yeah. hilarious before we even got there. Yeah. And, uh, and we got there. Nobody was there. There was ah. no reason to call it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I didn't go to uh, any record store today till till the next day, so I'll tell that story in a second. Yeah, is this, is this mine? So my uh, my record store day experience. We got there what? to the groove, and what we went, uh, and it was twelfth. Like we were twelfth in line. This is pretty cool. I know that was cool. Like they, they gave out some free stuff along with like whenever you made your purchase, they uh, they gave out like where was this at? Free CDs. That's the from the groove that oh, bag. Nice. And then uh, so we got to the groove there. We were twelfth in line, right? Yeah. And it's like, oh man. We have this list of things. We wanted like the Elton John record, the 111770 record. We wanted um, the Star Wars stuff, the potentially maybe the Toto stuff, that sort of thing. And, and at the groove, like we got in there, didn't have any of it, save for one that you wanted, which was the Strawberry Fields uh, Beatles yeah. vinyl. Yeah. Um, and they had that. And so we got that and we were like disappointed that we didn't get anything else that's on the list because like you were wanting also maybe the Space Jam soundtrack on vinyl and like yeah. there's lots of other stuff. And so we we're like, all right, we've got to go someplace else. So like we we got in the car and jetted over to um, uh, Grimey's here in town, Yeah, which massively long line. Um, I waited in that line maybe two hours, something like that. And Catherine like dropped me off there and went over to Third Man Records and waited in line there hoping to get there. She That, that line was about an hour and a half long. Um, and that was a bust because like she got into third man and it was like, they didn't have any of the, they weren't even doing the, the record store day releases. They were just doing their own releases, yeah. like exclusive releases that day. So she was like disappointed about that. So she came back over and like, I, uh, I got up in there into the line and, and obviously like, because she wasn't waiting in that line at Grimey's, like she wasn't going to cut in line, you know, all these people waited here for two hours. It's not like you, you, right. you know, that's not cool. And so, uh, so I get in there and, uh, they, I didn't have anything, didn't have anything until what? the last, uh, the last like box or whatever. They had a few different things. They had the, uh, Moana, uh, single, which that's has, awesome. it's like a art disc, that's which has cool. Moana on one side and then Maui on the other. That's awesome. Um, which is really cool. So I, I liked that. Like it's, it's a nice, nice, painting yeah. on the actual record and then they had the star wars uh release yeah um and that is a uh on one side it is the uh the main title and on the other side is the throne room and ends title and it's got some crazy cool art on it yeah it's it i love the uh, the look of it it's super kinda, fun i kind of want to like frame that i know dude I, it, and it's like it's a smaller one though so it's like i don't know if it'll fit in my record frames yeah it's a little bit smaller it's like you a 10 to, like, inch matted so. or something like that yeah you're gonna have to like put yeah put some sort of a larger frame around it. So anyway, I need to get some more uh, frames for my records because I have too many records to actually hang them all up, but I still like to display some of them. So some of them are like on the floor down there. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, so we, I, I got up there and I was like, oh my gosh, what is going to happen here? Um, because like they had the Star Wars thing, they had a few of them and you wanted that on your list. Yeah. And, and, uh, and I was like, well, you can only like buy one per person or whatever. And I was like, oh man. So I talked to the person who was like next to me in line and I was like, I was like, would you mind buying this for me? <laughs> I was like, and I'll buy one for you. And then like, we'll trade afterwards. And he's like, yeah, totally. She was like, yeah, totally. Well, I'll totally do that. And she was like, uh, she was super cool about it. Totally just did it. And it was great. So awesome. yeah, it was awesome. I, uh, I, I was happy with how that turned out. So we actually, then we went down because we still hadn't gotten the, uh, Elton John record, the 111770 record. Um, still hadn't gotten that one, so we went down to Franklin to Luna Records, and uh, they said that they had actually gotten some. Um, whereas I don't think either of the previous two stores, really, like Grimey's didn't have the any. Groove didn't, hadn't gotten any. I don't know about Grimey's. Like I asked them, but he said he had no idea. Um, and they had the sheer volume that they were doing that day. I can't imagine that it would, you know, how hard it would be just to to try to figure out like 
a specific record. If you weren't into Elton John or whatever and knew that record was yeah, out there, he would just be like, any attention. Yeah, just be like another record. So I don't know if they really knew. Um, but anyway, they didn't have any of the uh, in, any of any of that. Um, and uh, so we like I was disappointed about that. But we found out. You told me that like literally tomorrow, like whenever this podcast posts. Um, the uh, a bunch of Elton John records yeah. are going to be released on vinyl, um, re-released on vinyl, and eleven seventeen seventy is one of them. Um, and so I'm probably going to pick up that one in instead of the uh, the record store day exclusive version with the had just a few extra songs that sort of thing on that one. So, so not not a big disappointment on the eleven seventeen seventy front. That's awesome. That's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Dude, like there's the they're re-releasing that Mad Men Across the Water, Elton John. 1170, and then some of his recent ones. Yeah, couple, so uh, I think like, uh, Too Low for Zero was the uh, another one. Uh, oh, that wasn't recent. Yeah, that wasn't um, recent. That one has uh, one of my favorites, though. That's why they call it the blues. Yes. Oh, my goodness, man. Such, man I, I can't want that one now. Such jams. Like, that's the that's the song that you would want to buy that album for. But I think you already have that record. Don't you have that vinyl? Um, not, not that one, specifically. Mm, okay, okay. I don't, I don't think. I think you have that one, but it's like a used copy or something. I've got Blue Moves. Okay, that might and, be. And I've got a used copy of Blue Moves, used copy of Madman, used copy of Elton John. Yeah. Like, I don't have a new copy of any of those. Oh, my goodness. Um, so. Captain Fantastic, I think. Cap- uh, oh, yeah, they're doing like, Captain Fantastic. Yeah. Which, that's one of my favorite albums. Oh, so good, dude. Tower of Babel. Oh, um, my gosh. The one, yeah, the one that I wish they had is Tumbleweed Connection, which they were doing that one. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. Like, why would they not do that one, I guess, is my question. So... I mean, you think about that year, uh, that was in 70 as well. So if they're releasing 11, 17, 70, they're releasing Mad Men Across the Water. And then, I mean, that would, that would be heavily, like that would release a lot of them from that one year. Um, because yeah. like T- Tumbleweed Connection was that year as well. And so, and so was uh, Honky Chateau, I do believe, which would be another one that would be a good one for them to release because it's got like uh, Honky Cat on it. Yeah. Um, so anyway, like I think they probably tried to grab more from like they were like, oh, we can only do this many, so let's yeah. grab a few of the big ones yeah. from you know various years. And eleven seventeen seventy kind of bridges the gap between like it has a, you know some tumbleweed connection songs on it, it has some Elton John Elton. John and honestly, songs I like the it, idea so. of like for Record Store Day releasing it with like unreleased songs on it, unreleased tracks. Yeah, that was a cool one. And so didn't you did you find that one? Uh, secondhand somewhere or anything yeah so i ended up finding it oh on gosh. amazon for like 40 bucks yeah so like is i don't know how much it was at record store day but i feel like it was you know not it wasn't they're not like taking me out back and you know shaking shaking me down for all my money yeah turning you know? upside down shaking you by your pockets letting all right. your change fall out right taking I, all your pocket lint felt too. like hey I, I you know i had some control over how much money i was spending here yeah the uh the thing about like record store day and the 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 frustrating thing, specifically like with like the Toto one, like I was looking at before I even got up there in line in, in the groove or whatever, I was looking like I just was like, OK, let's find out what what this thing's going for, like third party or like on, on uh, eBay. Yeah. So I went on eBay and it's like 80 bucks and it's like, what? This is you're already selling this thing <laughs> and it's just ridiculously uh, high price. So. Yeah, you know, at most. Yeah, it's it's like wow, you guys, you know, this is frustrating that that there's people who want this thing and like will want it as a collector, and it's like well, now it's the price is massively inflated, and, and yeah. no record store is going to see any of the uh, the right. massively inflated prices. So right. anyway, I, well, uh, yeah, like yeah, so yeah, I've, I'll talk about that in a second. I love Record Store Day though. Record Store Day is Super awesome, fun, man. Yeah, so like I, you know, with with the secondary selling, I was talking about about it earlier. Like it, it just frustrates me because it's like you know you you literally you know you. You show up and you walk out, and the stores have been you know open for like two hours, and then you go online and you can find you know 
you know, the uh, the Elton John record specifically for $75 yeah, on for eBay. Like, like are you kidding me? Twice as much. You bought this, like, for 35 like, yeah. in the store. And that kind of stuff just frustrates me in general. Like, I was telling you, so the other day, we were talking about, did we talk about on the, on the, uh, on the, the show about Nintendo, yeah, how Dis- they discontinued the, the NES, NES Classic. Yeah. We can we can dive into that again in a second, but like that, uh, we had heard that there was a shipment the other day coming to Best Buy, and so um, I I heard too late. Like they had apparently tweeted about it the, the morning before, but I had no idea or the day before. Um, and I showed up, and they were like, "Yeah, we had you know 20, 20 uh, NES Classics and forty people in line, and uh, so they were all gone, you know, mm. and." You go online right now, and the, you know it's a seventy dollar, um, it's a seventy dollar product that is being sold right now online for two hundred fifty bucks. Yeah. It's like this is like, come on, guys, and like, it's not in the hands of somebody who's gonna who's who wants to play it. Like, they keep, just want to right. Resell you're it. keeping it from people who would love to buy this at at you know regular price. Yeah, and I think about like that that device specifically. That's a really cool way for like kids to get introduced to like the older games um the older nintendo games and things like that like i mean those games a lot of them like it's hard to hard to get access to them in a legal way i'll put it that way like so for instance like i'm okay with i'm not i'm not against secondhand selling like you can you can buy things i am what i'm against like just trying to become just like like you're tripling the price of these things you know like i don't mind paying 40 dollars for that elton john record whenever like i didn't go stand in line yeah i didn't go grab it yeah like sure i'll pay an extra like five bucks for you know someone to you know make a few dollars off of doing that yeah um but or like, even like an extra ten bucks, you know, whatever it is. Like, but I mean, I think I feel like there's a reasonable. There's a point where it's like it becomes unreasonable. But yeah. it's like it's the whole supply and demand but, thing. And, and I don't feel like that person who's selling it at that point is trying to get rich off of it. You know what I mean? They didn't right. go probably just went there like oh, I don't really need this. Let me sell it. You know, I've done yeah. that before with a couple yeah. things where like I bought it like right then and there. And then I was like, well. Yeah, maybe not. Like I'll just I'll sell it. Yeah, it's like I already have my my used copy of uh, of something, and this is just a reprint of it. So right. I might as well like let somebody else enjoy it. But the people who are selling things for like triple the the original price is like, okay, you obviously went here with the intention <laughs> of selling this. Yeah, like the and NES classics that are like you were saying that you saw one for five thousand dollars on uh, on there. Like that's crazy, man. Yeah, it's like okay, like are you kidding me? <laughs> just let people who want this have it. Yeah. Like if you don't really want it. Yeah. Like then just let people who want this have it. Yeah, I mean, and, and I think like, I think about like the people who make these. Like, obviously, the people who press the records, people who paid for them to be in the record stores, the record stores who bought them, like in order to sell them and make you make money off them. They agreed to sell them at a, a certain price, and uh, and then you know they're not making any of the additional profit. That is a gorgeous looking disc it's man. A, well it's cool because like, you can pop this out and actually uh the center and uh run it ah. like a regular 45 or you can just leave it on interesting and not have to put the adapter on yeah that's, that's awesome pretty, the pretty uh cool. the straw uh strawberry fields yeah, uh penny lane and strawberry fields it's so good so this dude. was a um this is a repro whenever they first released this they released it like this that's cool they released it on a 45 like this um the beatles did that's and so awesome. th- this is a reprint basically of that um, Strawberry Fields on one side and Penny Lane on the other Dude, side. That's awesome. Yeah. I was talking to uh, to a listener of the podcast. All the uh, money going to the uh, Michael Jackson uh, estate. That's awesome. <laughs> because they own the Beatles music. Of course. Well, like, that's why they, there was no Beatles songs like out in the wild, like on like commercials or anything like that for the longest time, was because they were like, nah, nah. They just had control over it. And they're like, no, I don't. I, we don't. We don't want to put put the Beatles in front of an iPhone. Well, it took forever for him to be to to uh, 
get on iTunes as well. All right. And CD, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, like, there's. I remember when they first came out on CD. Yeah. It was a big deal. It was, it was like, a big they are deal. Finally out on CD. Yeah. I went like, to Walmart and I, and I bought like a couple of them because I was yeah. like, oh man, I this is too. great. You know, and then the same happened with iTunes where like as soon as they were available on iTunes, I was like, oh, let me buy the same ones again. You know, it's whatever the next format is where they just beam it straight into your brain, Chris. Like, <laughs> you know, they'll do it again that way. This is the, we're releasing it to beam oh, into yeah. your brain. You know what I'm waiting for? <laughs> waiting for Seinfeld on Blu ray. Nice. That's what I really want. Does it not exist yet? No. Weird. Or, or, or a way to, because I like once it goes on Blu-ray, I assume it would be able to purchase on on uh, digital yeah. platforms. Right now, the only way to watch it, like in HD, Hulu, is right? to watch it on Hulu. Yeah. Which they might have paid for the rights to to have that exclusively for a while. Who knows? Right. And I, well, and I think that they're, they're the, uh, um, they're still like the TBS like made for TV versions, so mm. not even like the. The, the real ones yeah and they don't have like the uh the episodes that like only aired once or whatever right um yeah wild dude anyway so record store day so the next day i was in san antonio texas and i went to um we went down to to, to visit the alamo and uh right where we parked was an, an, an antique store it was this huge like brick building it's all downtown like this is you know this building super old and um it was like four floors worth of an antique store and we walked in Kind of looking around, and they had everything. This is a nice antique store. Looking like, for all your antiquities. Yeah, all my anti- antiquities. I just like your, looking at old stuff sometimes. Antiquity needs. But they had like furniture, and they had like toys. But they also had like glass and crystal. Sounds like and, every antique store. Man. Oh yeah, and, and it was like it was it was really well, uh, um, at least uh, really well kept. Uh, but up, like we were walking through up on the third floor, found this room, and I I walk in, and it's like thousands of vinyl records. And I was like, holy cow, like the, the shelves were like, you know, like maybe two and a half feet from each other. You had to like shimmy your way in, kind of look through. And I noticed there's this this guy who was sitting in the back corner and uh, he was like, hey, you know, let me know if you need anything. I'm like, okay, this is the this is the proprietor of this establishment. Um, and it had like a different name on it. So he's like, so it's like a sub- store within a store. He's subleasing, yeah, space inside this antique store for his record store. But he's like, so back in the back, there's just like junk kind of just like stacked up around him. Um, in order to get to me, he had like step over it all, you know. It's awesome. Uh, he's like this sixty-year-old uh, kind of hippie kind of guy. He had like um, kind of like long gray hair, and he was just kind of super chill. He's like, "Yeah, man, you know, just like all these records." I was like, I was looking through like these were some of the. This is the crazy thing. Some of the rarest records I have ever seen. Um, Wild. Like he had like the the first printing of Johnny Cash's first album man. on vinyl. Um, he had a, a lot of like. Stuff I hadn't seen like ever. Oh, uh, it was like Batman and Robin stuff from the '60s on vinyl, like uh, st- like a radio drama, basically. That's um, wild. Sp- amazing Spider-Man stuff, Dude. like that. He uh, he had this whole section that I actually bought some stuff from that was like spoken word stuff, mm-hmm. and I was like, "This is amazing!" Like had Douglas MacArthur's speech when he came back, uh, speech to Congress. Um, he had like some Winston Churchill stuff. Wow. Uh, he had John F. Kennedy speeches. There was a, a reporting from a like a Dallas radio station, like the day of and three days after John F. Kennedy uh, was assassinated. Wow. And it was like I've, I didn't even know this stuff existed. Yeah, it's like that's chunks of of history on vinyl. <laughs> yes, that it's like it may or may not exist anywhere else. Right, like uh, in any other format. I picked up two um, records that were uh, there has has the moon landing audio on vinyl. Yeah. And um, that's so cool. And one of them has like this cool fold out thing in the middle and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, holy cow, this is amazing. That's awesome. Um, 
and I, like I was like I asked him all like hey man do you, you know do you have a you have a card or anything no like do you sell any of this stuff on the internet he's like no I don't really have to it's like because like, you're, you're being in Nashville it's like when's the next time you're gonna I be know. in San Antonio that's the thing I'm like man, I mean I would love to have all this but I, I don't have you know enough money to buy it all now <laughs> I'll take everything <laughs> and uh, and I was I was like you know do you sell anything online no not really I don't need to I was like where do you get all this stuff he's like well you know just uh, you know I put out ads here and there and he's like and I hate to say it you know people are dying every day so you know like pick up their their records and i was like how like what how many do you have Go to like a state auction and he's like you know i don't know i have a he had so many thousand there he's like i've got you know this is just the stuff that like that, that sells well oh my gosh and he's like i only have stuff right now from like you know the 1960s and earlier because pretty much everything from 1960s to now has kind of just been uh picked up by collectors but he's like i've got a whole like whole collection on the fourth floor is just like 4,000 easy listening records and like 1,500, you know, uh, country Western albums that don't really sell well. I'm like, what in the world, man? Um, (laughs) this is crazy. And, uh, I was like, so if I call you and I was looking for a specific record, like what, uh, you know, would you be able to tell me if you had it? He's like, well, if I've seen it recently, maybe. Like, <laughs> it's like no spreadsheet, no, no database. No, no, he has no inner inventory at all. Like, no way. Like, even whenever I brought those records over to him, he was like, it was almost like he was seeing one of them for the first time. And the other one, he was like, oh, yeah. You know, like. So there's like, not like oh, a Rolodex cool. somewhere of all these records. No, no. You know, there's no, like, record of any of this. And it's just like, and, and I, I know what he's talking oh, about. Like, man. I. I I mean, there's no way you can memorize everything that's in there. I mean, like, and I he's like, about- if I've seen it recently, it means just like, well, if I happen to be rummaging through part of this, yeah. like he's got them organized, mm-hmm. but it's just like the sections are so huge. Like the the one spoken word section was just like like two big like racks, like large. And I'm like, that's just, that's in the, like the, the super niche kind of <laughs> yeah. like format and it's like, the spoken word stuff that sells well yeah this is stuff that sells thing, well you know and so yeah and so he, he had someone priced out but like the rest of them weren't and i'm like hey and i just need, I need to come back here with like you know thousands of dollars and a, and a couple of days and like, yeah a couple of i mean it would it would take you days to go through all that yeah like yeah. and i don't need to like go through all of it you know what i mean but like record by record still, man still like it's just, that was pretty cool yeah um so never, if anybody's in the san antonio area go check it out do right? not go there <laughs> Because I want to go back and buy stuff. <laughs> but yeah, no, you should go check it out. I don't remember what it was called. I think it was called like uh, San Antonio Record Company or Alamo Record that Company or something like that. sounds really generic. Who knows, man? <laughs> I know. Like, the, I mean, if you just, like, there's a antique store near the Alamo. Go there. It's just like, it's like south, uh, southeast of the Alamo. And then stumble around through the antique store until you find the magical doorway yep. to, to, the, uh, to the vinyl paradise. Yeah, for sure. So shout out to uh, to Cupid, by the way, uh, a listener of the podcast who like checked around like for the eleven seventeen seventy album on the day. Uh, oh on yeah, Records for day. He was looking for it for us. Yeah, he was he was checking around and uh, and that sort of thing. So so thanks for that. And yep. for anybody else who checked, uh, I'm still like I said, I'm gonna get the other one. So it's 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 all all good now. Yeah, it's awesome. So that was Record Store Day, and that was the day after Record Store Day for you. The too. day after Record Store Day, yeah. So like, a question I have for you, Chris. Huh. Since you've been out of town, yeah. a large part of the since the last time we recorded, yeah. like a large part of the last two weeks, uh, what what have you been up to, like playing like, wise, like, or like nothing, entertainment wise, almost like, nothing, almost nothing. I've been watching, still been watching um, Parks and Rec, nice, know, working my way through that. I played a little bit of Zelda on the plane, but not much. Uh, maybe yeah. like you know an hour of Zelda on the plane. Yeah, because like whenever you were out there, I was wondering like because okay, so like business trips can go one of two ways. Sometimes it's like they're you're working fourteen hour days, and it's like yeah. you literally just are, are your downtime is sleep time. Yeah, and then other times you're like, well, 
I've got this evening and I'm just going to sit here and play like a video game or like yeah. sit at the pool or whatever. So it's like yeah. you know, they can kind of swing both ways. So this one was obviously, since you didn't play anything, I'm assuming just completely. Oh, yeah. Like first day was a 14-hour day. Next day was a 20-hour day because it was traveling as well wow. after an event. And then the next day was another 14-hour day. Um, then we had about a – it was about probably, I would say, a – Eight to ten hour day, so I had a little bit of free time there, but like I just like relaxed, you know, went went to the pool, yeah, and uh, and spent some time there. And then the next day um, was another long one, is about ten hours, ten twelve hours. Um, and then then the next day was whenever we went to uh, downtown San Antonio plus travel. So it was like, you know, you just fill fill your time up with stuff. There's work, yeah. and then there's just like the little time you have, you fill it with, you know, actually like trying to be a human and. Yeah. Uh, you know, not not just be this creature that lives out of his um, <laughs> his uh, suitcase. Sleeps and eats. Yeah, sleeps, sleeps, <laughs> eats, works, suitcase. changes clothes, and does it again. Um, and so you, uh, yeah, I just didn't. I mean, there's not enough time, not a lot of time to do to anything. Like the night when I went to, uh, you know, just hung out at the pool, and then went and ate, ate dinner. Like a couple, a couple of uh, the people on the trip went with us. One Wilkinson actually, who's who's been on the podcast before. Nice. Um, he was like, hey. Uh, I'm going to go watch uh, Fate of the Furious. You want to go? I'm like, man, I'd love to, but I kind of just want to chill. <laughs> <laughs> but relax. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we played Destiny a little bit the other night and got super bummed out about that. Yep. That, was like the, that was like the first bummer Destiny run I've had in a long time. Yeah. Um, we were, uh, I guess you guys over the weekend had. Yeah, we got up all the way. So we did the uh, the, the raid. And so we got up all the way to the final the, the final challenge boss, raid. The challenge raid, yeah. And we got up all the way to the final boss. And then like we were attempting it the last night it was available. So Monday night. And so it was, it was pretty late by the time we started because we were looking for a sixth. And, uh, and we finally found one and dove in. And a couple hours later, we were just not. It, nothing was gelling. Like we got close twice, like yeah. within maybe forty-five seconds to a minute of taking it out, mm-hmm. and it was like we we wiped. Like it was it was over, and uh, and that was unfortunate. Like those two times, I think, like took the wind out of our sails a little bit, and so it was like ah. And we we were always one away. Like it yeah. felt like the entire time for that two-hour span or whatever, we were one away. And then so at the end of it, it was just like, well, this is a Monday night. We all have to work tomorrow, yeah. And so we're just gonna call it. And so we called it, and uh, that was fine. It was fine. But the yeah. uh, all of the raid up until that point took a while too. Like we were trying to do um, the the challenge on the on the previous boss, and like that was that was taking uh, a lot of orchestration and stuff. So I mean, it yeah. was it was a raid that like I like Wrath of the Machine, I really do. But there's a lot of things that have to have to work out perfectly in order for it to. Uh, to really be a fast, doable thing. Like, if you go get everything down, like, and everybody has every role uh, down pat, it's fine. But it's like, if, if there's somebody who doesn't understand the, the mechanics on something, which a lot of times happen to be me, um, <laughs> <laughs> then I, uh, it, it's like, it can go very, very wrong very fast. Yeah. I mean, the thing, like, the fact of the matter is, it's like, man, you kind of just power through, like, and just be like, okay, I'm just going to commit to how long it's going to take me. But, like, Whenever you're, it's, yeah, it's a Monday night. It's the beginning of the week. You don't want to like ruin the rest of the week, and you're like, I'm just gonna like work on this and try to get through it. <laughs> yeah, it's like you don't want. It's hard sp- to commit to that. You it know? really is, and I think we like kind of all before we went in, we were like, okay, so here's the time frame, here's yeah. the window of time, and if we don't get it by this amount of time, then we won't, and that was fine. So, but at this point, like honestly, what I really want to do is I, I just want the achievements, all the achievements for this game. So like at this point, I don't even care about like. The filling out the book for um, the 
what is it called? The days of days of uh, or whatever it is. The uh, age, yeah. age, of, age of triumph. Age there of it triumph. is. Yeah, yeah. Age of triumph. Like I don't even. Care. I was going to days of future past. <laughs> days there. of future past. I don't even care about the like filling out the book. Like I'm not gonna fin- finish the book. Yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not. There's no way. What's funny is I probably will. Like I counted it up, and each like little little thing you fill in is about two percent. Yeah. And so I think like I'm maybe one of them away. Like if I finish everything that I'm planning on finishing with yeah. like the collections and then like my, my, if I get the multiplayer kills with my yeah. hunter, which I'm planning to do, yeah. um, I'll be like, I'll be there. Like I, mean, I should I'd, get it. I would love it. Cause I'd love to get that t-shirt, you know, like that you can get. Totally. Man. I mean, they've totally like wrapped me up in it, but <laughs> I mean, you think about it. I mean, right now, what is this? We're about to start May. Yeah. We've literally only got We've a few got four more months. weeks. We've got yeah. four months to uh, to finish this before. Wait, what do you mean weeks? Well, I mean, like, I'm talking like the resets. Like, there's only like a, a limited number of resets before Destiny Two comes oh, out. Oh, right. Well, I mean, yeah, in terms of like the the challenge raids, yeah. Yeah, you know, but that's the thing. I have to figure out, like, okay, which ones can I can I do without a a challenge raid? I'm not even close on some of my collections. You know, there's just like things where it's like, you know. Like at this point, like my main goal is I would I would love to get the uh, get the achievements because like once D- Destiny Two comes out, I'm probably never coming back to this game. Yeah, definitely not. Like I mean, I mean, I love the game, and I you know maybe eventually we fire it back up to go through a Vault of Glass run or something. Yeah. But like I really don't see myself going back to like grinding on this game at all until uh, once Destiny Two comes out. I feel like the entire community is ready to rock onto the next thing. Right. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I mean, it's kind of like we, we've spent three years with it at this point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why, it's like, well, well, why look back? Unless seriously. Destiny Two comes out and it just like it's terrible or yeah. something. Yeah, but it it won't be. Let's be honest. No, I mean, I don't think. I don't think so either. It better not be Bungie. I I hope not. They they yeah. I they they seem to be listening though. Good. Seem to be listening. Um, but yeah, so I, I that was a, a a larger chunk of my gaming weekend. Yeah. I also played a lot of Zelda on Sunday. Like it's funny, like I was looking at my so via the parental controls app, you can see how many hours you've played like yeah. of a game uh throughout the week or whatever. And like I was looking back in the, my last month and it's like during the week it's like eh, thirty minutes a day, thirty minutes a day, thirty minutes a day, Sunday three, four hours. <laughs> and it's like, oh gosh. That like has turned into my like Zelda day. And yeah. so uh so I played a lot of Zelda. Um on that day and so, nice. that's awesome I, I bought Puyo Puyo Tetris as well like last night whenever it came out that's that awesome. was fun it's been uh, it's, it, we played it like I said before the podcast a little bit that's cool so my horror story that I teased last episode yeah thought I'd lay this out there for everyone just, I forgot about this so that way we did, yeah I had it written down so I wouldn't forget and uh, the last so thing last thing we go into so uh, the horror story is that I pulled out my Vita the other day and uh, was I was actually right before the switch was about to come out and I was like, ah, I'm going to do some, you know, some Vita stuff. And I pull it out and I load it up and the memory card is corrupted. Oh no. And I was like, what? And the last time I had pulled it out was probably on one of our, our trips this year. So it would have been like uh, our trip to either Vegas or a trip to, uh, oh, where else did we go? We, like the, we had a couple trips this year to Florida and stuff like that. Yeah. So on one of those trips, the memory card has, uh, has expired. That's I don't know. Like, so I'm going to have to reformat it and figure out that you had the suggestion, um, of like putting it in your, my, my computer, which I still haven't done and like transfer all the data over to my computer, see if there's like, and gradually bring it back and see if there's anything that I can recover from this. Yeah. Um, but otherwise I feel like I'm going to have to just reset the entire uh, memory card, which is like 
game time on um on the well, the one that I'm I'm most upset about because like I did I did most of Bastion on it, but the one that I'm most ex- uh, upset about would be uh, my Persona Four Golden uh, playthrough, which is probably a hundred hours at this point. Yeah. Um. And so, like, I thought about starting that one over anyway and just doing it on easy mode because some of the gameplay got, like, the difficulty spiked on me. Yeah. And I don't know if I just didn't do the right things to power myself up to that point or what, but, like, I uh, I thought about starting that back over on the easy difficulty in order to just kind of plow through the story and and get there. But, um, yeah. I mean, so what do you – like, do you think that – well, I mean, this is the problem, like – I, I I would probably copy everything over to my although it's it's a it's a proprietary thing, isn't it? Yep. So it's not. I guess the connector doesn't even work out. Never that's mind. That's interesting. Oh my goodness, Chris! I'm just gonna have to reformat it. That's that's not cool. No, it's not cool at all. I mean, were you uploading any of the saves to the cloud? So for a while there, I might have been whenever I had PlayStation Plus, but I let that lapse a while back because I wasn't using it as much. Mm. Um, and so like maybe I can go and like re-enable my PlayStation Plus, but I wonder how long those saves actually like stay up there whenever you don't have PlayStation Plus anymore. Cause like you can't, they can't infinitely save this space for you. Well, like and the, something you look at as well is like, if you let it lapse for too long, I think you lose the, uh, the games that you, uh, the games, account. the, uh, the PS plus games or yeah. whatever. Interesting. Interesting. I'll have to check on that too. Because like, there's a couple of those that I was really into as well. Um, but yeah, so that's the horror story that I, I teased last week and, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to figure that out, man. Because I love the Vita. I love a lot of the games on there. With yeah. the Switch, I just have like that's been my mobile life for right, a while. Right, right, right. I'm still in the middle of like a lot of uh, 3DS games, like the uh, the Fire Emblem games. Yeah. But like, man, Zelda on the Switch. Yeah. Dominating my mobile nice. mobile time. Anyway, so that's my horror story, Chris. Wow. Well. So Star Wars. Yeah. But we've actually got a lot of news. Penny Lane, Chris. Penny Lane. Just listen to it. Super fun. Yep. You should check out Chris's social medias because you posted something. I don't uh, know. Where yeah, it was, it was a, it was a, it was a uh, Insta story. Instagram story. It was yeah. awesome. I like it. So, Chris, we have, we have uh, three news items. Yes. The very first news item: Call of Duty World War Two. Yes. It was both announced and as well as like the reveal trailer um, and uh, up for the campaign. Epic, dude. I mean, it looks. <sighs> I can't wait. Looks super realistic. Yeah, and I love Call of Duty. Yeah, it's my favorite first-person shooter. Um, yeah. after Destiny, probably I would say Destiny's number one. At this point, yeah, probably. Um, I like it better than Battlefield. Still, yeah. I need to play Battlefield One. I have it sitting at home waiting dude, for me. The campaign of that, I I would love to play the campaign of that. Oh yeah. Definitely. Battlefield always has like really interesting campaigns. They always do like really interesting things. So that one's but this is not about that, Chris. <laughs> this is about Call of Duty World War Two. Yeah. So the trailer looks really cool. Yeah. Sounds like they're doing some like they're trying to do some like social things, kind of like Destiny. Yeah. Like um, some of the like the matchmaking info that, that they released uh, as far as like the online multiplayer aspects of it yeah. was weird, a little bit interesting. I love the fact that we're going back to World War Two, which yeah. is cool. Like we're getting out of the modern era, kind of tired of like that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, especially like kind of the futuristic stuff. Like about Wolfenstein and Battlefield One. Um, so, like, really looking forward to seeing what they're doing. Yeah, I. Uh, if anybody needs hasn't seen that trailer, go check it out. It looks uh, looks appropriately amazing. Like as far as like the graphics go as well. Oh yeah, um, looks really good. And uh, but yeah, I'm gonna I, have to. Uh, I'm gonna have to make sure I have my 
new television and get a 4K Xbox One before that. Are you rocking the 4K uh, I'm gonna, television I'm gonna, purchase? I'm going to have to because mm. mine is even going even further out. Uh, dying a slow death? Dying a very slow and painful death. That's frustrating. Like I was thinking about today, like, okay, so I was watching uh, watching Hulu, right? And they yeah. were advertising for a 4K television yeah. on my television. I was like, the weird thing about advertising for 4K t- TVs or any TV on the current TV that you have is that... Uh, is you can't. <laughs> it's like, oh, it looks beautiful, and it's like, well, that looks basically just like my television, right? And uh, like, even to the point where they had like a Forza Horizon uh, moment where like something's like dr- right. drifting around a corner, well, especially when I'm they're like, trying what? to show like HDR and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, like one of the selling points of this one was like the remote, and I'm like, I <laughs> the remote. It's like, oh, what my. are you? Well, oh yeah. So like, that's what's funny. Like some of these, uh, it's not, um, it's uh, not LG. Um, Vizio. Ah. Right? This was Samsung that was advertising for the remote. Really? Yeah, it was like, one remote does everything. And I'm like, I don't oh, know. That's weird. I still have like, Xbox so there. One of these manufacturers, I think it's, I think it's Vizio, um, has like a tablet. Mm. Um, a tablet. Like Interesting. Remote. But, so like Fultron, uh, he picked up one over Christmas. And like the tablet like died within yeah. like the first day. He didn't like it. Like several other things. Like okay, well this is just like marketing. See, like the touchscreen things. Like I, I think I feel the same way about a lot of like the touchscreen interfaces in cars, like yeah, in yeah. vehicles. Like whenever I get in, I'm like, oh, it's supposed to be futuristic. But like by the time that they put the the actual touchscreen device in the car, it's actually already outdated. The only one that I've ever seen like that has been a touchscreen in a car that like was effective and was mm-hmm. like really cool was the Tesla. That I ran right, in. right, and obviously. it's like it's a it's a gorgeous touchscreen. It's like yeah. you know it's got all the features and they update it all the time. So it's like it's yeah. really responsive. Very expensive car. You would you would hope that the touchscreen. Oh yeah, in that for car. sure. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like they they obviously spent money on the touchscreen, while the other ones are just like, okay, this is worse than a ATM. Yeah. It's like, oh gosh, that's a good comparison. That is a very good comparison. Uh, Another piece of news, video game related. Forza Horizon 3 is going to release their Hot Wheels expansion. Looks awesome. I'm so glad. Like, I was wondering what they were going to do with this. And I think, that, isn't this the, the second and yeah. last expansion? Yeah, yeah. They, were, they have like an expansion pass, which like gets you both uh, the Blizzard Mountain yeah. and then whatever this un, un, until today or until now um, unannounced expansion yeah. pack. And so, I was kind of like, I don't know what they're going to do. You know, like they did Blizzard Mountain, which is awesome. I love that. I've talked about that on the podcast. Yeah. Um, that basically fills out all of the uh, the weather patterns that they could possibly do. You know, yeah. the extreme weather one, and they have the the Blizzard Mountain. I think snow, like snow, was literally the only weather that that Forza Horizon or the Forza franchise hadn't really done. Right. And now they did it. So. And like like because last time it was like Storm Island that was the big thing. You know, right. This is Blizzard Mountain because we had storms in the normal campaign. So I was like, well, like I wonder if they're gonna do like some kind of like water thing where with boats or something like that's what, <laughs> like that's kind of where my brain was going yeah, yeah yeah um but uh they they're doing this hot wheels thing which looks amazing I'm like this is this is super cool this is exactly what i want this is just something outrageous and fun in forza it's not taking itself too seriously it reminds me a lot like so uh, it reminds me of like the natural progression of the uh fast and furious kind of uh one that they released in forza horizon 2 um, cause they had that one come out and then like, this feels like a licensed item. So it's hot wheels, but it's like, it's got this full campaign to it. It's got a series of various islands that you can ramp 
to and from nice which is wild like i think it's a series of like seven different islands and like you can like you have to you have to ramp from one island to the next and like this is it just sounds amazing and ridiculous i also love the idea like that hot wheels just released the rocket league thing and i bought like the rocket league uh the bone crusher rocket league car nice um and uh and so it's like i feel like the the hot wheels people are like nah if it's a racing thing we're in it we want this. And so like they're sending their salespeople out to go talk to, talk to all the, <laughs> the racing franchises. Be like, wow, you, what, you, what could you do with Hot Wheels? Right. I mean, I'm not opposed to it. Like, why wouldn't you? No, I don't know. <laughs> why, why wouldn't you say yes to Hot Wheels? So I always totally say yes to Hot Wheels. Um, and then the last piece, Chris, you're going to love this. Okay. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, which we're reviewing yeah. next week. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> They have uh, licensing with a bunch of like, you know how movies will do with like Pepsi and like they'll have like bags that anyway, they have a Doritos bag that will play the entire soundtrack. What? What are you talking about? Okay. So this is uh, via Slash Film and it says uh, that the official and totally real Guardians of the Galaxy 2 Doritos bags actually play the film's soundtrack in its entirety. What does that even mean, John? <laughs> so they go into a little bit of detail. It says Marvel Studios and Doritos <laughs> teamed up to create these musical snack bags as part of their Rock Out Loud campaign. Each of the bags has a built-in, quote-unquote, built-in cassette deck-inspired player that plays the full soundtrack. <laughs> That's right. You can listen to all 14 so- songs from the soundtrack through the Dorito bag. And because Doritos wants to make it as convenient as possible, the bag can apparently be recharged. Bless you. Thank you. Can be recharged. <coughs> bless you again. Sorry. Can be recharged. <laughs> <laughs> so you can use the bag over again and listen to the soundtrack. Do over you recharge and over. it by eating chips? I don't know. That's amazing. Like, cause you're like, what are you going to do? Like empty another bag of Doritos into this Doritos bag and it's recharged. I feel this, like it's like it's fueled by Doritos chips. This literally makes no sense. <laughs> Why would I keep a Doritos bag around <laughs> to listen to a soundtrack? <laughs> now expensive is probably. Bag. Yeah. That's what like, that was my other question. Like, am I paying $12 for this bag? I don't because, like, you think about you buy Where'd the soundtrack. Where you get this news? This is on SlashFilm.com. They're legit. When's <laughs> it coming out? I don't know. Let's, uh, let me see. Uh, um, trying to figure it out. Oh, man. Okay. If you want to be able to purchase, get your hands on these limited edition Doritos bags, uh, they'll be available uh, for customer purchase on April 28th, only at Amazon.com forward slash Doritos while supplies last. If there's a mad rush to get these bags, and I'm sure there will be for no good reason, hopefully Amazon is better prepared to handle the sale uh, of this item than they were for the Pepsi Perfect they had back in uh, 2015, which we actually, didn't we try that? Was No, that wasn't Pepsi Perfect. That was Pepsi, Pepsi Clear. Clear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is weird, dude. <laughs> so get so your hands on some musical one, Doritos. One thing I didn't do was get the, uh, the, the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 pop box, and I kind of regret that. Why not? Like you, I remember the first one. You wanted the first one. I really wanted the first one, and it like sorry, I had be, to go turn off the it light. It ended up being awesome me. because I was able to pick up. Uh, it was like around Christmas time, so I got a scarf. Yeah. and some Christmas ornaments. Yeah, which was really cool. Um, Why didn't you get this one? That seems like such an oversight. Did you, did you just not like go I in and forgot. renew or whatever? I forgot. Ah, that's always so now. I need to like wait and see what's in the box and maybe subscribe next time and yeah. pick it up. Yeah, and pick it up in in like. Because you can always like if you buy one, if they have leftovers, right? You can buy uh, buy one after the fact. Right. So yeah, yeah, that's good. Good, good call, man. Good idea. 
I need to undo my subscription because they have the uh, the A New Hope 40th anniversary one know, for Smuggler's Bounty. I can't decide if I want it or not, and I need to like decide because it's. I want that, soon. and then there's the there's the Wonder Woman box. I'm picking that up from DC. Oh, man, the Wonder Woman box. I gotta I gotta make a call between those two. Like I'll probably just do one of those. Like and I gotta make the call. I'm hoping there's like Steve Trevor. I, I, I like they could do anything because remember they did the uh, the the. Uh, women of DC and that we got the Wonder Woman in the invisible plane. Like that's one of my favorite ones. Yeah. Seriously. I know. So, so fun. Um, that's the news. Star Wars. Star Wars. The last Jedi. All right. So this trailer. Um, wow. Yeah. I don't even know where to begin. So, yeah, like there's there's crazy thing. Like I've so this is the thing I'm trying to like accumulate all of the the things I've talked with people about. Like even after when it first came out, one of my friends was like, "Hey, what do you think?" I was like, "I mean, I mean, obviously I was like, I watched it like three or four times after it first like release. I watched it twice, and then yeah. I, I like waited a bit and watched it again. Yeah, um, but like honestly, like I've kind of been at a loss for words because like at this point, this is kind of where I kind of stand with the entire franchise right now. At this point, they can do anything they want, and I'm okay with it. Yeah. You know? Like, there's, there's like, two different <clears throat> things that I don't want them to do, but it's, like, fine. Like, anything else I'm cool with, because they're largely kind of arbitrary things. Even if they, like, hey, Luke's evil now, I'm kind of like, okay, well, whatever. That's an interesting you know? story. Let's tell that. Yeah. Um, I don't want him to be evil, but I'd rather not, but I'm okay. I, I, I can live with it, you know? Yeah. Like, it's, we talked about After Rogue One, where I was, like... Whenever you're you're so invested in a franchise, it's almost like like there there's a level of investment that I have like for with uh, Ocean's Eleven, where I don't like Ocean's Twelve really. This is true. So let's just take it and leave it. Yeah. Like that franchise is fine without Ocean's Twelve. Star Wars, however, kind of you kind of have to like either you, you're either you're gonna be okay with this franchise or you're not. Um, that's true. Like even like uh, to the point like where even like there's some parts of like the Clone Wars where it's like, eh, you know, that wasn't as, as good of an episode or that was like whatever. But it's like it is what it is. It's there. It's part of the story. Yeah. So sometimes like a little, you know, it's it's like a just a branch off of it, and it doesn't really matter moving forward. But it's like it's part of the story, and so I'm gonna gonna consume it. Right. Um, I'm there with you. We're like they could almost do anything with this, and. Honestly, it wouldn't surprise me, first of all, and it probably would be fine with me. Like, yeah. I, I would be okay with it. So there's some interesting things in the trailer. Uh, let's just kind of, like, walk through it real fast. It yeah. looks kind of like whenever Ray comes out, like, whenever she's on the ground, it looks like she's coming out of some kind of, like, uh, one of those, like, uh, force um, temples or force trees or, like, yeah. kind of like Luke goes into an indoor and faces Darth Vader. It looks like she's coming out of one of those right. there. Um, and we kind of assume that Luke is there because there's a Jedi temple here. Like, he's kind of, like, learning some more things or something like yeah. that. Like, that's kind of been the assumption. Uh, the Journey to Force Awakens comic last uh, last time around before Episode 7, uh, they were talking about these Force trees, and one of them was gifted to Poe's parents and planted there at their farm. But there's this that's other right. one, like... What if that's here? I don't know if that plays into it. We know that the Bindu somehow, like we, like I think that it'll be referenced in this movie. I think that's kind of been like floating around as well. Interesting. Um, so like they and in the trailer they're kind of striking this like light side or dark side or like 
you know, uh, kind of, you know, everything has the force kind of thing. Like, I don't know. I think they're kind of the going, balance. Yeah, the balance. Issue. They've been, they've been, yeah, they've been pre- preparing us for that with rebels. Um, not rebels. Yeah, rebels. Yeah. Um, and that's the kind of light side and dark. And then even in Rogue One, we kind of like saw, okay, well, they referenced the the wills um, and the the guardians of the wills and um, like the Jedi the, temple that was there. The on, Jedi on that temple planet. and Jedi, yeah, and like yeah. the um, the blind guy, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, something that of interesting to note before we move any further, let me pull this up real fast on the Twitters. The Twitters! Um, I tweeted out last week, yeah. So Star Wars, Lucasfilm writers uh, revealed what they're calling now the journey to the last Jedi. Yeah. The properties for that. What's interesting is that there's some Rogue One stuff in here. So mm. there's a, uh, looks like a comic. It's going to be Guardians of the Wills, and it features... Um, I forget their names. Uh, Chirut and Bays. Yeah, that's why I can't remember them. <laughs> um, and uh, so it's, it's that comic right there. It's called The Guardians of the Wills. That's really so that makes me feel like, okay, that's, that might play into it. Yeah, and um, like to introduce this stuff, it would make sense to introduce this, you know, some of these uh, larger ideas inside of um, like the the single one-shot films, like mm-hmm. the anthology films, and then and then that those would bleed into the yeah. mainline films whenever you need that information. Because, like, otherwise, why tell that story specifically there? Yeah. Like, why not? I mean, that story could be told three-inch anthology films from now. You know, it's right. it, why would we be introduced to these characters in this world right before this uh, episode? So The next book is a book that looks like it's featuring Jin. Uh, called Rebel Rising. This is interesting because I don't know, like, when does this necessarily take place? Hmm. Um, what would we actually cover? It kind of shows her in the the kind of outfit. Like, she's older, so it looks kind of like, okay, this will at least take place before we find her, I guess, Yeah, maybe. like right before, probably. Um, she's got some Death Troopers on the front, too. So I'm like, I don't know. I don't know how that necessarily ties in. Something called Join the Resistance. So this is going to be set in it's a comic. Um, it looks like it features kids or younger youth. Yeah, I was going to say, that looks like a really fun, like, kind of all-ages style comic. Yeah. Um, it says, Join the Resistance Escape from Vaudran. Or that's that. Interesting. Um, I would assume this takes place uh, sometime before 7, maybe? I don't know. Like, in between, you think? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Because it is about well, the Resistance, uh, not, so it has well, to like, be. Like, this is the thing, maybe not in between, because, like, they've said Episode 8 picks up right where... So like Seven it, left off. Yeah, so maybe during, like, if they're part of the resistance, like, it would have to be, like, during um, or right before uh, Force Awakens. Yeah. Maybe. And then the, the next one is a book called Phasma, which makes me think that she's going to pl- play a bigger role in this movie. Well, we which would see, be good. We did she see kinda, her in the trailer. She kind of sucked in the last movie. Yeah, it was like, you have this really cool-looking character, this really intimidating-looking character. It was kind of the Boba Fett thing, right? Yeah. It was like, yeah. you know, uh, where it's like she shows up and it's like this. She is a really cool, intimidating character. She has like that exchange with uh, with uh, a Finn for a minute there. And then after that, she just gets shoved in a, in a trash chute. Yeah. You know, and it's like, well, man. Okay. That was fast. And so, like, yeah, I, I would love to see more. I, I think there was a shot of uh, of her standing, you know, there uh, on a platform in the trailer as well. Yeah. Like, it was like a, a small little section of it. But she at least survived the uh, the explosion of the uh, the base there, so Starkiller base. Right. Um, and so it makes me think that all this kind of stuff is going to fit in. Like you hear Luke saying, what do you see? And she says, uh, the light in the dark. And while she's talking, like when she says the light, you hear uh, Princess Leia saying, I hope it will be one Kenobi. Yep. And then whenever she says the dark, uh, you hear Darth Vader's um, 
uh, mask and you hear Palpatine yep. talking about the dark side of the Force. Yeah. And so, like, it, it kind of makes me feel like there's a lot of history here. They're going to, like, kind of turn some things on his head. And, you know, obviously there's the, there's the bombshell announcement at the end. Luke's like, the Jedi needed to end. And, like, it's kind of like, well, what does he mean? Is he in the place where he's like, well, I tried to do the Jedi Temple thing and it failed, spawned Kylo Ren, um, everything's out of balance now there should just be no jedi or yeah. is it a is it some kind of like he has an ideological issue with the jedi now or is it um he doesn't believe in a light or dark side it's all middle ground like that kind of thing yeah kind of like what ahsoka would be or uh yeah you just don't know um i mean he's this is the thing this is the interesting thing is we saw like at the end of um episode six that you know like he he has the ability to commune with yoda and qui-gon and yeah uh, anakin and so like you would assume that he's been talking to them and but you know you just don't know and you don't really know like where a lot of them stands too because i mean you have you have they have gone on to like be a force ghost yeah and so it's like force ghosts like who knows what what that experience is yeah. like, and like him talking to them, and even with, uh, I think about Yoda, right? And Yoda, and even I guess uh, Obi Wan to a certain extent, where in between uh, the Revenge of the Sith and where A New Hope picks up, and where we meet both of those characters, like they are very different, true. And they've been communing with Force ghosts and with each other and things like that. They've been drawing on the Force, and they're very vastly different people. Yeah. Uh, from from where we leave them in one to where we pick up with them the other, I would say Yoda more so than Obi Wan, but yeah. still there are distinct changes that have been made. Um, we referenced like whenever we were talking about the Rebels episode where Obi Wan even ages a little bit faster mm-hmm. because the weight of the darkness in the universe has been weighing on him. And so you think about where Luke is at in this movie. Um, versus where we left him at the end of uh, at the end of uh, Jedi, it's like man, he is like the weight of the universe is even more so because like his trainees, it's it's almost like a, a mirror image to Obi Wan in that way where it's like his trainee went yeah, off yeah. and you know became Kylo Ren, yeah, and uh, there's a lot of darkness in the universe, and so we don't know what mental state that is. I mean, he essentially he f- had to have felt the uh, the all of the resistance being destroyed oh yeah um, for sure like i mean and han yeah you know like she's got some bad news to talk to him about and i could see yeah. him saying like man like this is still like i'm still seeing the ramifications of me of my actions you know yeah. if, he, if he blames himself for it or the jedi for it, or whatever it is um yeah like there, there's some things that i feel like i feel like we're just gonna have to deal with they're not showing in the trailer like I think they need to, they need to address who Ray's parents are. They need to address who um, Snoke is. Yeah. Um, and like the the relationship there. There's a lot of like a lot of interesting um, a lot of mystery boxes that were introduced in Episode Seven that yep. we haven't even touched on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Definitely. Like it felt like with with uh, Force Awakens, you were just along for the roller coaster ride, and then after you get off the roller coaster, you're like wait, was that a I'm not sure, uh, and you, know, you almost have to like really look around and be, oh, what what was that actually? Yeah. Um, and so I, I find like the the shots in this trailer of of like 
Finn still in the uh, in the the stasis in the in the mm-hmm. coma. We had a shot of Poe and uh, and and oh, BB-8 BB-8 coming down this hallway that's getting like destroyed. And it's like yeah. man, this there's a lot of stuff that's going on in there. There's a lot yeah. of stuff in there. They showed more than I thought they would. Right. But like, there's a lot of stuff in there that I'm so interested to dive in and find yeah, out. The, the reason I think that they were okay with probably showing more than you thought that they would is like you still don't know anything. Yeah, it's true. Like, and that and that's the kind of trailer I want. Yeah. You know, like I hate trailers that basically give the entire plot of yep. the movie before you see it. Like, I have no idea what this movie's going to be about. Yeah, I mean, I kind of do. And just like it looks like he's going to train her, but like, and there's some explosions and some fighting. We see Kylo Ren's back again, but yeah, you know, like there's not a whole lot that's known about this. Yeah, and it's like, and, and none of the shots gave away like where a character is it, more so than we already knew. Like yeah. we already knew that Finn is in a coma and that Poe is is in battle with BB-8 all the time, and you know, we already knew that she was there with with Luke, gonna probably mm-hmm. be trained in some mm-hmm. way. So um, Kylo Ren is still a, uh, a threatening figure. Yeah. Um. So like, it, I I appreciated like the fact that it didn't show much, but it showed more so than the uh, the teaser did for Force Awakens. Yeah. I do love that they opened in the same kind of way with like this uh, kind of a big gasp of air in yeah. you know where it's like Finn oh, pops yeah. up you know on, uh-huh. uh, on 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 the planet there, and then she like grabs the rock, and it was I thought that was a really cool throwback to last year at this time yeah. and and you know or i guess two years ago at this time like in our feelings about it so i, th- I thought that was a really cool way to way to handle the trailer yeah so man anything else you want to say i don't think so i'm very pumped very I know excited what those, uh, those spaceships are that like are have the red smoke that are dragging stuff on the planet it's right on the on the uh like looks like there's some salt thing. some big space battles yeah it does and it looks like okay so she goes to what looks like a temple there and there's a book there all right um, right well and that has the that has the jedi um, that uh, old like old Republic Jedi symbol on it, and then like on the poster that they released, she, um, Luke's on one side, she's on the other side. Like she's on the dark side. Oh no no, no. I, I think that was uh, isn't that isn't that Kylo? No, that is Luke and okay and I'm, I'm uh, and Ray, and then she's standing on the on the bottom, and she's holding a lightsaber that looks like Kylo's lightsaber mixed with Luke's lightsaber or, or Anakin's originally. There's some some things I've been reading recently that like I hadn't even thought of last uh, la- like before now. It's just like okay, this is this is the kind of stuff where I'm like, if this means something, then like I'm just kind of like, ah, oh, come on, JJ. Like it's where JJ I feel like like buries things that are important, you know, or like he just opens, puts these mystery boxes there, and he's like, okay, you guys deal with it, kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, but like when like Kylo plays this whole like he makes a couple comments about like that's not your he recognizes Anakin's lightsaber basically. Yeah. And he says that's not it doesn't belong to you. Like how wide? It's does... totally Kylo on the poster. Yeah, think. Yeah, I think. Hmm. I guess we don't know. <laughs> we don't know. I, I I I thought it was Kylo whenever I initially saw it. I was oh, like, that oh, would make that would make more totally s- Kylo. That, that would make more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, and I think like they've done his hair a little bit differently in this one, and mm. so like it's not like a, a down the middle kind of a yeah. thing, and so like that is part of the confusion. But like, I don't know. I, I thought that was Kylo for sure. But Kylo, so he recognizes the lightsaber, um, and then like. Uh, you, whenever she touches the lightsaber, um, and it has that force vision, what's crazy is something that was kind of unexplained. We haven't really seen. It looks like, and it looks like some of this footage might be in this movie again. Yeah. Um, but like, what, what? Like someone comes at her, and Kylo like uh, puts his lightsaber through and kills him. 
That's and it's, so interesting. And it's like, well, who is that? Like, is he protecting someone? Is she? Is she like seeing through someone else's eyes, or is he like, is this like a a weird dream thing where he's protecting Ray? He also like he's trying to he, rather than just killing her, he knows it feels like Kylo knows who she is. I don't know. There's these weird things. Yeah, and like, like we've got to deal with this stuff, and it's just so under the radar right we've now. We've got to deal with like the Knights of Ren at some point. Like we yeah. got to figure out what in the world this is. Is are these other trainees that yeah. that went rogue with with Kylo? And like, again, like this? we've talked before about how like JJ needed to make the Force Awakens the way he made it. Like it needed to be familiar yet new yeah. and it needed to kind of just like play it safe and ask a few questions yes present some questions and like that's what I feel like he has done he's like here's all these mystery boxes yeah. now here you guys run with it <laughs> you guys open them all yeah what I hope is not like it's not like okay a lost situation where it's like well we don't have any place to fit any of this the polar right. bear we have no idea <laughs> they you move know. the island yeah I'm, you know yeah sure <laughs> but um, Fun fact about Lost. I was reading an uh, interview with uh, with with uh, Lindelof and like the other showrunner or whatever, and he was talking about how like originally the finale was supposed to be on a volcano, like where <laughs> Jack is fighting with uh, oh, fighting with the the, the man in black uh, on a volcano, and it was like. Uh, an allegory for like the volcano is about to erupt with all of the evil that it's been storing over the years and oh, destroy the entire world and like and uh, and but like. That was where the uh, the network drew the line. I was like, guys, we can't. That's that's too much money. <laughs> like, we can't get onto so a volcano. So they decided what they did. Yeah, so they did it on the. They did the same battle like on a cliffside, and yeah. it was like you know, it was what it was. But All right. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, like, uh, I'm looking forward to the movie. Can't yeah. Wait, dude. December, man. December <sighs> cannot come soon enough. We got a release date for episode nine. And it's actually going to be May. Ah, so they are doing it. They are going to do it. Like are May you, of 2019. Like, so my thought is like, are we, I don't know, how much, like, would you put money on it that it's going to be then? Because like, I don't know still. If it's being, like, if it's a successful thing for them to do it where they're doing it, I just don't see why they would mess with a good thing. Yeah, I, I, who knows? Like, I don't know what their plans are. Like, I don't know. Maybe they'll look, who knows, dude? Because I don't, we, I don't know for sure that we're going to get you know, the Han Solo movie or whatever the next standalone is going to be yeah. next, next fall. Maybe, it maybe gets they're pushed. like, well, that's getting, maybe that's getting pushed. And they're like, well, we need something. So let's, you know, get this one out the door faster. Who knows? I don't yeah. know. Like the May time slot, they've always, always rumored it. And I think even eight was like scheduled for that at one point. Yeah. Seven was, you know, like, and they keep pushing it back. But I don't know what the point in like moving those around like that is. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, ju- and just like, what is the desire for them to want to put it in May? Like, is it is it that they you know Disney obviously sees the entire slate of movies that they have, so maybe they have a hole in May where they're like, oh, we can make more money over the year if we put it in May. I don't know. Like, it just seems yeah. like such a weird thing to just arbitrarily want to put things in May. Yeah, I know. I mean, that's whenever like I feel like we we normally have like a Marvel movie that comes out in May. That's kind of like I mean, the Guardians is coming out in May. Yeah, you know, but. Does that slot need to really need to be taken by Star Wars? Like, I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, obviously, like the, traditionally, like if you were a big traditionalist, it's like, oh, it's at home in May because the you know, right, the first three came out like around that time, and and the six first six, yeah. So it's like just from tradition's sake, maybe. But I just if it's working. I don't see why you would move it. Yeah. So. Maybe they're trying to get away from a every single year is a Star Wars kind of thing. I don't yeah. know. But I. But why would they do that? Is you know that yeah, seems I mean, that's, as long as people are going to see them, right? And you look at like the Marvel stuff where it's like they do like three of those, you know, two or three of yeah. those a year, yeah, yeah. you know, every year. And so maybe maybe they're trying to do more frequent. Maybe that's yeah. the other side. Maybe. Of it, but yeah, maybe it's like a, a numbered in the in the spring, a non-numbered in the fall. Like that seems like 
crazy. That seems like a big rush. Like Star Wars and and the scope of the stories that they're telling um, in in the movies up to this point yeah. are uh, are large enough to where it's like, man, they, they probably should be a little bit more time yeah. to shoot that stuff. So anyway, I don't know. We'll we'll see what that, if that ends up being pushed or anything. So, but dude, so pumped. The Last Jedi. Yes. All right, that's it for this week. Next week, we're reviewing Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Volume 2. So be prepared for that. And we'll be, uh, like, if you want your Doritos bag chips <laughs> to play the soundtrack. Pick that up. Pick that up on the 28th. So I looked just up the, today. Look up the pop box. It looks pretty cool. I looked. I saw an unboxing. We, we just looked at it while ago. Yeah. Um, has a has a uh, rocket raccoon with a baby Groot on top. So I'm like, ah, I'm usually, and then it had the uh, Star Lord in like a vehicle. Yeah. In, yeah. in his vehicle, like usually, like those pop boxes. If there's like two things mm-hmm. that are really cool in there, it's worth it. Right. Um, the t-shirt was pretty cool too. The t-shirt was really cool. It looked a lot like the uh, the Rebels one from a, yeah. from a few months or from last month, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love that t-shirt. I wear it all yeah. the time. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time. That's the wrong way to do that. <laughs> you can find us online at stayintargetpodcast.com on Twitter at Chris 250 and John Wright 777 and at so Pod. you haven't done it in a couple of weeks so like that's <laughs> yeah, gotta get back in the swing yeah gotta get back in the swing please go to your podcast service of choice and review us and subscribe to the podcast that's it for this week we'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on, on Target, Target.